Carlo Kellum and Brandon Lawrence, yours truly. Man, we got a lot to talk about. This Lots week, to Carlo. talk about. Lots of legal matters for you to analyze <laughs> this evening, Mr. Lawrence. Yeah. We're glad to have your legal expertise. And we're also going to have a couple other legal experts call in and uh, weigh in their opinions on what's going on in the sporting world and legal matters in the sporting uh, sporting world. No doubt. Um, yeah, we got a couple people calling in some some experts. We got some experts, you know, in the trial. We got um, you call them experts. So you know, that's what we have. But let's let's start it off. Everybody's been talking about it all week, last week, this week. It's this Donald Sterling thing. This is called Donald Donald Tuckowitz. The Donald Donald Tuckowitz. That's his yeah, real that's name. His real name. Yeah. He doesn't He's, even embrace his own roots. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was commonplace, man. I mean, you know, he probably was Ellis Island or something. I, I don't know, but it's commonplace is change your name and all that other stuff. Now but he I didn't mean, change his to later in life. He added when Sterling he made, on. When he made yeah, it, yeah. When he was when he was in the process of making it, yeah, when he changed, he, when he yeah. was in his prime. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it is the thing. You got to give it to this guy. He's a self-made guy. However much self-made yeah, guy it, can be. If it wasn't for him, there'd be no Jerry Buss and the Lakers. He's a yeah. He's the one that really fronted him that two point seven million dollars that he needed. I think he bought some uh, apartment complexes off of uh, Jerry Buss in order for him to right. cover the remaining balance to purchase the Lakers back in seventy seven. He made his money in real estate. He's a former lawyer. Didn't really do too much, but somehow, some way, he got in on the real estate boom in L A. And yeah, he's friends with Buss, and um, you know, Buss put him on, and um, you know, the rest I guess is history. He's uh, he's in his thing. He's in his he's he's in his element. He bought the Clippers, which is like perennial. The perennial loser. Well, they've been a disaster. I mean, he bought them in what seventy? Uh, might have been 81. 81. 81. I think it's 81. They didn't have a winning season to 91, 92 season. <laughs> yeah, so they've been a, a they've been a failure his entire tenure as the owner of the Clippers. It's time for a change. But you know what? His interesting thing got a Kentucky connection, Louisville connection, actually. Um. Lancaster Gordon played for the Clippers by 84 to 88. And Derek Anderson played for the Clippers, I think, for like one year. And he, he had a pretty good year, uh, I think in the 90s or something. Now, when you get him to call in and talk about his experience well, we should. with the Clippers, I can make that happen. But I've talked, you know, you can make anything happen. Carlos the man. Um, <laughs> we got Florida State, a Florida State reference. We'll get to that. But, um, Lancaster, I talked to Lancaster Gordon last week. I called him up. I said, "Hey, what's up? What's up, Cass? That's what I, that's what they call him. That's what uh-huh. friends call him. That's not what I call him, but that's you know, because he works down at the courthouse with Casa and all that stuff. So I said, "Hey, man, you know, he's like, hey, I don't, you know, I'm not going to do it. I'm not. I won't do an interview." And I was like, "Cool." I said, "Well, can I say how come what he didn't want to do an interview? How come he didn't want to? Is he is he shy? No, he's not shy. I mean, he's, you know, he's a, he's a good guy. He's real personable, actually. With the U of L, right? Yeah, he played okay, for U of L. Yeah. yeah, but they, they don't um, teach how to interview and, and those type of skills. <laughs> at Only at U of L. Nah, man, he's a good he's a good guy. 
Lancaster's a cool dude, man. And uh, you know, my friend got a good friend, uh, Steve Yancey, put me in down at the sheriff down at the at the courthouse. He put me in touch with Lancaster. And I talked to him. Lancaster was like barbecuing and st- he said he was barbecuing a steak at the time. And, you know, he would talk to me. He talked to me about 10, 15 minutes. He said he just didn't want to, you know, do an on air interview. And he said that pretty much, you know, Sterling was uh always cordial to him. Uh, he didn't you know no, nothing negative. He asked him to come over to because he played with Bill Walton. He he asked him to come over to his house a few times, and mm-hmm. he was he declined. He said, you know, Lancaster was like, hey, I'm the player, you're the owner. Well, let's keep it separate, keep it like that. And um, you know, that was pretty much the extent of it. He said he was cheap. He said he's cheap. You know, uh-huh. I, I don't know about that. He signed those paychecks for the well. well when I they, guess he was when che- they first started. When they first started, yeah. Cheap man. Yeah. He said he said U of L had a better. He said college. Programs had better facilities and things than than the L.A. Clippers at wow. the time. He said he was like he said they would have to go to other places to get to get tape and and stuff like that. Man, I mean you know yeah he's no toy because he didn't pay he didn't pay Elgin Baylor that much. Elgin well, Baylor was like you know, the lowest paid a, uh, executive. The thing about that that I question Elgin Baylor worked there for what as a as an executive for twenty years. Almost. Yeah, and then general manager, right? I mean, and then what took what took so long for him to get to that level to where he wants to file a discrimination suit in '09? Yeah. I mean, it's a lot I of mean, questions, it, man. It's a lot of. I mean, you know, I mean, why did it take so long? I guess we can go back and forth all day. I mean, why did the players just turn the jerseys inside out of the crisscross protest? I guess um, that's a that's a '80s. Reference. I thought that was pretty whack. '90s yeah. reference. It was real whack. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I. They should have played. I mean, Silverman or whatever his name is, the new the new commissioner. It might be Silverman. <laughs> Silver. It might be Silverman. It might be Sternsky or it yeah, might they, be, yeah. They all have, you know, yeah, they changed the name. They changed the name, man. Ralph Lorensky changed the name, man. But yeah. uh, he dropped the hammer, though. He dropped the hammer. But is it a ha- is it a real hammer? Because does he really have the authority to say you to to uh, push him out of the league effectively? I, I don't know. I mean, all the all that uh, Sterling needs is eight other owners behind him in order in order for him to stay. We well, gotta have three quarters. Any less than eight, he's they can vote him out. Okay. So yeah, he, so needs, he needs at least eight votes. To, he needs to do like a con- a congressional thing. He needs to lobby some people to say, hey, you know, well, vote sounds for like me. Mark Cuban's on board. It looks, hey, you know what, Mike Mark Cuban might be because um um. Mike, Mike, because um, he said, "Look, when you start going down a slippery slope, I mean, basically, you know, what what are you going to do next? Are you going to um, you, you can throw people out of ownership because of private conversations, because of thoughts, because of beliefs? That is, and, it, and you think about it, it is a slippery slope. Look, man. There is freedom of speech, but with freedom of speech comes uh, repercussions. Responsibility, <laughs> yeah, repercussions. Yeah, it's, it's consequence, consequences, and repercussions." It's a life movie reference. If Ty's over there listening, I think he's you know he's macking. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, man, it's consequences, repercussions, everything. But I mean, another thing, and you got all these people writing articles. You got well, Larry Johnson's making statements. Former Nick player Kareem Abdul-Jabbar said, you know, we're all guilty. Why do we invade the man's privacy? Uh, Jason, of course, you know the usual suspects: Michael Wilbon, Jason Whitlock, Stephen A. Smith. Uh, yeah. Who else? Broussard. Everybody's got an opinion. Charles Barkley's got his wild and crazy stuff. But 
What do you think the players should have not have played? Man, I was thinking. I was like, look, I thought they could at least have just sat there for like an hour. I mean, what does that what does that prove though? What does it do? And it does nothing. It doesn't do I mean, anything. It's like, what is turning your shirt? Why why like? allow him to change the course of your goal? Man, come on. You gotta have some type of principle. I'm not saying there's no principle behind it. I'm just saying that it, it, you know they they came out and got waxed anyway, so they should have just sat there, sat on center court, and been like, "Look, you know," and saying, "Uh, we shall not be moved." They should have saying like, "I think, some, I think, some old I think not playing would have been uh, letting Sterling win, letting them win." Yeah, that was yeah. I think they should have they should have played, which they did. But if they didn't have played, then uh, they, they, you let the biggest win. Let, oh, don't let them don't, don't let them don't let them make you quit. Yeah, don't let them make you you know not do what you're there to do. What I mean, your he goal wins is either way. Yeah, yeah. he's not going to lose. Well, he gets he what six hundred million if they sell the team. Yeah, he bought it for twelve million. Mm. Yeah, he that's, got it on the cheap. It's pretty good investment back yeah. in nineteen eighty. Now I got a question. We could have got we could have done that time. We could we could have galvanized some money. In hey, it's all about the money. You got know? some urologists together and buy. buy well, the team. you know that would have been really in the eighties. Yeah, so, cha ching. Uh, question to you guys. These allegations yeah. have been going on for like 10 years. And then now this right. is this became public and everybody hollers. Why hasn't the outrage been there years before? They didn't have tape. Yeah, he didn't have proof. Well, it was printed. He actually printed some of the New York Times. But, you know, they, I think everybody around him knew how he was. And uh, well, they all they were all protecting each other, and they didn't want to get off the gravy train. Uh, I mean, well, there you go. That's the key thing, gravy train. Right? Everybody's getting right. paid, man. It's all about the money. Everybody's getting paid. I mean, you know, right? If I'm making if I'm making a billion a million dollars, then you know it's hard. And that's what I always say. If somebody's if somebody if somebody comes and slaps me in the head, right? And I'm a millionaire. Um. I can be like, I'm like, okay, I got some recourse. I can call the police, blah, 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 whatever. But, you know, I'm a millionaire, man. Get, get away from me. Get the hell away from me, right? Right. But if I'm unemployed, my wife's complaining, I got three kids home that don't have any food, and you come and slap me in my head, I might I might kill you. Okay. I can, I can. I you know can what I mean? With, yeah. Now it's I got a, a question for you. It's all perspective. We're, good, we're getting ready to take a break. Yep. But I want to ask you, think something, think about something. Let's compare this. We did a little bit last week to Jim Irsay situation, and what penalties right. should uh, he have? Whoop! Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, we'll come back. Talk about the penalties. And welcome back to Out of Bounds. Brandon Lawrence, I am Carlo Kellum. Breaking down all the legal matters in the sporting world today. Of course, the top story of the day is Donald Tokowitz Sterling. I'm calling by his real name. 
Donna Tokowitz for those who know this But we're going to have Judge Rufus Seifert call in later, right? Rufus McCain. Rufus McCain. <laughs> He's going to call in and weigh in on the legal matters of what the, uh, I guess, what the uh, commissioner can and can't do, right, when it comes down to. Yeah, I mean, because what, what really can they, can they really, I mean, because this isn't baseball. You don't have, like, the antitrust thing, so. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what they. What, we're going to get some, um, some, some, some expertise on the matter. But hey, here's the deal: is it really? Is this really the top story, or or should we be talking about the crab legs? There must have been some good crab legs. Yeah. I mean, you heard the kid uh, that played at. Uh, what was the kid say they they starve every night? They oh, play you kind of. Yeah, they starve, man. They ain't eating. Man, they starving on. every night. You got to. I mean, but crab legs, man. <laughs> I mean, if I'm starving, the first thing I'm gonna get is like, yeah, it's crap. This is what it sounds like to me, and I, I want to put my uh, my perspective on it. It sounds like that he thought he was getting them for free, maybe, and then he's probably accustomed to getting them for free, and then there was probably one person who was there who probably snitched on him, who didn't know the routine. Probably so. You ever watch Boardwalk Empire? Yeah, all the time. All right, yeah. Whenever you forget to tell one of the guys that this guy's okay, he can come with, with, with what what he takes what he wants. He's good. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, you forget to mention it to the new person, man. They <laughs> they, they want to be the they want to be the hero. Okay, I think sense. that's what happened. That makes sense. I mean, why would he steal crab legs? I'm coming yeah, crab I mean, legs, all things, the crab, man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you gonna walk out? You gonna sit there wait for you wait? Now they said they said he stole a box of Jimmy's or something like that. I would make I think that'd be more believable. Right, he just <laughs> stuck them in his pocket. But crab legs, you can't just stick those in your chest. Did it, did they steam him? Because <laughs> if he waited for him to be steamed, he didn't steal him. And he got cited for it as well. Obviously, so they this came. They like came to. Did they come to his house or something? Or I'm not sure how. I'm not sure how it was at? served. Yeah. I mean, don't they have? Don't those guys have like full time chefs or something? U of L, they have. You know, yeah. you can eat 24 hours a day. Like I said, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. I think he it walked, wasn't crab leg day. I, I think he walked out with him. He's accustomed to doing so. And whoever wasn't in the loop that's new at that particular Piggly Wiggly that, that he uh, hijacked him <laughs> it's from. It's Publix, Publix, yeah. man. Publix. You, you're saying he's, uh, like, he's accustomed to the to the crabs? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully not. He's accustomed to the high life, man. Alaskan king crab legs is only the best for Jameis Winston, the Heisman winner. I mean, but, you know, come on, man. I mean, I, I don't know. Stop snitching on James Winston, y'all. Leave this kid alone, man. Stop snitching, man. Carmelo Anthony had a T-shirt. Stop snitching, y'all. But back to this. Uh, back to this. Uh, well, well, he gets suspended. still on Wednesday. Yeah, hold on. But he, I don't know if you know he got suspended already from the baseball team. What do you? What? What? For well, this, he's already. It's been announced he's suspended from the baseball team. Uh, so hold up. Hold, hold on. Well, they're not in the race for the to go to Omaha. Nah, who cares? It's baseball. Yeah. It's baseball. So, but I know that. Every... I mean, how long is the suspension? Because, like, because you know, the 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 suspension for the kid, the the Cuban was it the Cuban guy with the pine tar in New York. Yeah, that was like a ten game suspension. But really, in reality, he's only going to miss one game because it's going to that's because of the rotation. Let me ask you this: So he gets suspended for baseball. Let's say if he didn't play baseball. Would they have suspended him for the regular season, or does he still get suspended for the regular season a game for this? Oh, or does he just football? only yeah, or does he only suffer the baseball consequences? I would imagine it would just be just baseball. be baseball. Yeah, but if he wasn't be. playing baseball, well, look what happened last year. True, I mean this is yeah. like a drop in the bucket compared to last year's accusation. That's true, but it's always something with James. Was I mean? Here's the thing. Well, I, yeah, this is uh, looking into the future. His draft status. 
I mean, this is is this going to affect it because it's always something with this. The, the part now, nah, I mean, I, if anything, he should embrace it <laughs> and make fun of it. Crabs, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. But I know every Louisville fan was praying that this would be a bigger issue than what it was. Do they so play? They don't have to play. <laughs> Do they play in week? I've one? actually heard Louisville, Louisville fans say that. Yeah, I heard them. Not a, it's like I don't know. I think it's like week six. It's like nah, nah, it wouldn't have mattered anyway. They don't have a chance. But I've actually heard Louisville play. Louisville fans on some shows, uh, some of the idiots say that uh, I wish he got in more trouble so we don't have to play him when he comes in town. So no, I mean, if you know, here's the thing for every, Louisville fans and everybody, right? You want to play the best, right? To see what your team is. You don't want to. You know, you don't want to have the your best play, the star player of the other team, you know, um, break something or get get you know get a technicality and have uh, the D in English and then he can't play the game and then say, oh, we're the best. Is that what? Nah, I'm not even going to get into that whether or not Louisville does it or not. But hey, look, if you want to call in, you can call the uh, Lotus Gunworks text. No, not that one. It's the Oxmoor <laughs> Ford Lincoln Buzz line. I can't read, man. The Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz line, 502-384-1450. If you want to get in on this conversation to talk about Donald Sterling or uh, Winston, Jameis Winston's King Crabs. Are they going to name a King Crab after him, like, at, at Red Lobster? It's Jameis Winston King Crab Day feature, uh, you know, like they have Lobster Week, they have Jameis Winston Week. It's buy one, get one free. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's making a, two, hey, making a twofer. It's buy none, get one free. We yeah. pay you to eat them. What? <laughs> we pay you to eat them. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. That's crazy. But I mean, oh, other news, speaking of uh, crabs now, Donald Trump just bought a new, um, a new golf course over there in England, man. He's doing it. He's doing it big, and this just happens to be Turnberry. I have no idea Turnberry, but it's like a um, it's a golf course. Of, yeah, that's it's on the it's one of the tours, right? Yeah, well, it's, it's 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 part of the lineup for the British Open. It's you know they do the rotation, so eventually they'll get around to Turnberry, and I guess you'll see Donald Trump's big face on uh, on the ninth hole. Now, Brandon, I'm I'm a, you call in on Sunday, the show that you sponsor on Sunday from ten to twelve, yeah, weekend brother. sports buzz. Yes, sir. You call in with theirs, and I'm gonna call you on this one. It's ton better, ton better. So let's say right. uh, ton better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was saying like I was talking like my Cockney accent, right? You you got the more uh, sophisticated. Aristocrat. It is so I was standing the aristocratic way. Okay. Ton better. You gotta go deep. Dig deep and say it. But yeah, I mean he bought it he bought a golf course. In other news, speaking of like millionaires and billionaires, well he's a billionaire, I guess. I don't know. Is he a billionaire? But speaking no, of billionaires, he's billionaire, filed bankrupt a bunch of times. Well, that's how you do it. You file bankruptcy. If you like if one of your hotels doesn't work, you file bankruptcy and then you just don't have to worry about it. And let the taxpayers take it, and the building just sits there and rots, and nobody lives in it. And then you got people on the first floor living in the lobby that are homeless. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like you know a little bit about that, yeah. Huh? Sounds like you know a little bit about that. Yeah, man. I used to. Yeah. It's, well, you, you know. you're a property owner, so yeah, you know. Yeah, you're making the world to be at such a great place, right? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody broke in my house the other day, man. Really? Well, not the one I live in. But. Oh, okay. <laughs> But, um, speaking, this is hot in the, in the Hamptons. Your, your your house in the Hamptons, right? Yeah, Hampton, uh, Hampton, <laughs> Virginia. Oh, <laughs> um, um, hey, we got what two? Who's looking? Who's Carlo? Who's lining up to buy the the Clippers, man? 
Is anybody? Let's say Magic Johnson, maybe. Well, that would be a slap in the face for Money. Sterling, wouldn't it? Money, but, but he, you know what? Magic Johnson has the financial backing to make it happen. The group he, that he has supporting Magellan, him is it Magellan. It, it's big money. I know that he could big money much, group. Yeah, he can pretty much get anything he wants with these guys. But yeah. they, they they talk about Floyd Mayweather Jr., which is laughable. laughable. I don't think any of the owners would allow him to come in the league as owner. I said Oprah. <laughs> That's what he did. They said Oprah, man. Oh, they got, I mean, I guess they're just naming like all the yeah, black. I heard Tyler Perry, Perry here recently yeah. as well. Tyler, Tyler Perry, Perry just, yeah. Bob Johnson, and who else? Who's another black billionaire? Reg, Reginald Lewis. Um, I think realistically, Magic Johnson may be the only one that I think can come in there and bat. How about Clarence Chancy? <laughs> he'll, he'll put it on his ballot, he'll there put it on his secret ballot. <laughs> No, uh, King what about Joe Charlie Fulton? Johnson? He huh, would Charlie be a good Johnson? one. I, I, does he have the money? He, well, he's got. He, he's, he's like a. He's a local. Donald Trump doesn't have any money. He borrows everything. Yeah, he does borrow. Everything's he leveraged. Have real money. In an LLC. Charlie Johnson's got money. I've seen yes, he. I, it does he. He's got bread. Yeah. <laughs> he's got bread. Him and Wade Houston. Deep pockets. Deep dish pockets. Here you. But you know, hey, we'll, we'll see. I guess you know, it's it's apparently it's not going to take long because I guess the players have given an ultimatum. They've laid their hammer down and said that um, they want this thing done within a week. Adam Silver. He says, as far as what do they mean done? As far as having him banned or the team sold? A team getting sold doesn't happen in a week. It's a process. Well, I, you know, man, they they probably just talking talking crazy, man. They don't understand the 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 the. Like I said, these the, guys don't the play. Procedural, you know, procedural yeah, thing. they don't play, but they're legally binded under contract. If they don't play, then they get they get fines. I, mean, I understand them taking a yeah, stand and all yeah. that, but let let, mean, but let the commission do their job. Well, yeah, put the onus on the commission. Let them, yeah. let them do their job. You know. Yeah, let it, because don't somebody put, said Adam Silver became the commissioner yesterday when he went out and said when they waited they waited on him like it was a presidential press conference. Yeah, I mean, I could say I don't like a whole bunch of people, but you know. Right. <laughs> But let that you know let my you know if I do that in my in my place of employment, my coworkers ain't gonna say they they're not gonna come to work tomorrow. Right, they're gonna let HR handle it. Right, right. Let the market let the market uh, let the commission handle it. it. I got you. But we're gonna go to the Oxmoor Ford leaking buzz line, uh, call line. I think we have Detective Keith Frazier. Is that Keith? Is it Frazier? Is that what's going on? What's going on? What's, what's going up, on? Detective? What's happening? What's the scoop, man? What you got for us, man? What's going on? It's a beautiful day out here oh, in Louisville, man. Man, I tell y'all, it seemed like everything was out of bounds this past week. <laughs> everything. <laughs> I ain't lying. Everything, everything out of bounds this week. I ain't lying. And you what? know, I mean, what everybody been talking about all week. Right. I tell you, man, he went way out of bounds. I don't even feel like I got to call his name. Everybody knows. Everybody knows, man. He went way man. out of bounds. Everybody knows. He went way out of bounds. So what? I tell you, man. And, you know, another thing I want to talk about before this something just bring up. Uh, do y'all recall the incident when the offensive lineman for the Phillips, like Adam, that got stabbed? Yeah. Last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the three guys inside the water. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. How about the three? Yeah. How about the three guys got acquitted today? That was like a carjacking, right? Wow. Are you serious? Yeah, that's and been got acquitted. That's been very kept on the uh, acquitted. On the, uh, hush, hush. Today. So what, yeah, acquitted for it. What's the story behind that? Why? why? Story behind that: the jury found that it was very hard to believe Mike Adams because his blood alcohol level was twice the limit. So uh, they didn't believe his story. 
because they're saying he was intoxicated, way too intoxicated. D- Detective Frazier. you have to be very, very careful. D- yeah. uh, Detective Frazier, if you can, can you just kind of tell our listeners about the, the previous story so they're educated on what what exactly happened? I'm sorry. I said, can you tell our listeners what happened? Yeah, what happened? Yeah. Mike Adams, the um, offensive lineman for the Pittsburgh Steelers, was drafted in the second round of last year from Ohio State University. Um, back during the t- back last year in the summer before the season started, he was out and got carjacked with someone who tried to steal his car, but they stabbed him. That three guys stabbed him. They caught him on camera running and all that stuff. So the three guys was arrested like three or four days later. However, they went to court for it this week. It came at the court of a jury trial. Now, when they got in court, the people, the jury found the three guys that stabbed the offensive lineman for the Steelers, Mike Adams. They, they acquitted them, acquitted them of the crime because they said that Mike Adams' blood alcohol level was twice the limit. They said, they said he started the fight, right? Well, not not that it matters, but what was the race of the three uh, defendants? It doesn't matter. Yeah, was the race of them? Yeah. They were African American. Okay. All three of them was African American. And, so three on and, uh, one, and they, they got off. All three of them, three men acquitted in the um. It's worse than Rodney King, man. In the case, it's worse than Reginald Denny. Yeah, they got they got off of it. So you know, it, what, what, <laughs> but what brings what comes to my attention is these players when they see things like this happen. What do you think they're going to start doing? You know, they're going to start see, packing you know, pistols, man. Exactly. You take a pro player, you know, people are, people are approaching them all the time. People got the eyes on them because, yeah. you know, people want what they got. And they see them, and a lot of people that's not man enough to go out here and work every day like we do to earn a living, they sit back and try to take what yeah. someone else has. No, no, so, te- check it out. Kind of- I guess that begs the question. Do, what, 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 I mean, what do you think? Do you think, do you think, I mean, maybe, and I'm, it's already happened, I guess, I'm sure, but do you, th- I guess the only thing that hasn't happened is a, a high profile athlete. Do mm. you think? Do you think a high profile athlete? Michael Jordan's dead. Well, yeah. I'm. I'm talking about the personally, a high profile athlete personally, um, is gonna have to. You know, do you ever think it'll come a day where you have a high profile athlete that'll have to like shoot somebody and kill somebody? Well, Perhaps. You know, you know, with all these, with all these gun laws, and you know, where you can carry guns, concealed weapons, yeah. and everything. Hey, yeah. you never know. You know, you know they say it's supposed to be, you know, concealed. But a lot of people now are you supposed to, supposed to be concealed and covered up. But a lot of people, when I go places, they they showing it. They letting you know, hey, <laughs> don't, don't 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 walk up on me and my family because something can happen. But I do see that. I I can't see that happening in the near future. But I hope it don't happen because don't nobody win in that situation. No, you know, don't nobody win. So somebody lose a child, then somebody is at risk of going to jail for the rest of their life, their career, their main tarnish is something they have to deal with for the rest of their life. But um it's sad that we live in a world like that, but that's just the that's just the just of it. But I found that I found that very amazing when I read up on that today. Um now back to back to the NBA. Guys, guys, Tim, which I know y'all haven't talked about this, but what's going on? are y'all happy with do you feel like the commissioner, Sterling gave us this one? Do you think the president the crime? Did you? What, what do you think, Todd, Carlo, Brandon? Hey, you know what? I'm gonna tell you, man. What I think, <laughs> Todd's a little busy right now. <laughs> what I, what I think, I think this. I'm gonna tell you what I think. What I think is, 
I'm 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 kind of on the side of Mark Cuban because here's the thing: if you can remove somebody or or force somebody out of ownership of a team simply because they have a belief, a private belief, even though it was published, made public unknowingly, unwittingly, if you can do that, then I think you're headed down a slippery slope of what constitutes something that's punishable. You know? I mean, basically, I mean, when it boils down to it, Donald Sterling, I mean, because he didn't, nobody's, none of these guys have said, Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, none of them have said that he created a hostile work environment. Well, Elgin Baylor. Well, I mean, but he's gone, though. Elgin Baylor, and he lost his lawsuit. Elgin Baylor lost his lawsuit. So, you know. Well, and he got, got an like NAACP he, award. He he's losing his team because <laughs> yeah. of a belief. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but it always comes. You have to use better judgment. You know, we yeah. live in a world today where you, you, have, you have to be careful. You just can't say things. What? Like that, especially when your league is ran yeah. by seventy to eighty percent of African Americans. You know, that's true. I just, you know, a lot of people say, "Well, he was taped, and he didn't know he was taped." So what? People take people all the time. They don't know they taped. <laughs> they say things. You got informants that go out here. You got informants yeah. that go out here, true. work for the people, and take up. They don't know they're being taped. So true. you know, hey, my thing is, I felt like the commissioner did a good. In my personal opinion, I felt like he did what he needed to do. He oh, had yeah. to do that because it's no way that the NBA could successfully keep doing what it, what it was doing and keep the attendance the way it was. You you, you create a, a bad, bad work environment place where it can bring on a lot of verbal aggression and physical aggression towards people. So he had no other choice but to kind of do him. It's almost like the Pete Rose thing. He's banded. You know, he didn't gamble, but he's banded. Don't nobody want him around. Don't nobody want to work for no one. Racism is done these days. There's no time for racism. I don't care who you are. Let the racism go. Detective Frazier, let me ask you this. With all the history of bigotry from this uh, Donald Sterling, why did the NAACP give him uh, an achievement award? Well, I look at it like this here. I think he probably did some things for a couple of the inner city kids where he was. And, you know, money talk. You know, if I give somebody a million dollars, they probably give me a award too. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so I think I think that's what it came from him helping out, doing some things. May have met a particular person that felt like he needed to be honored because of some things he did, and you never know; it could just be a cover up from all the racism and stuff that he's experienced over his over his career with Elgin Baylor, with Byron Davis. Byron Davis was like, "This is nothing new." Yeah, we really know who runs the NAACP. It's the way this guy has been all the time. So I'm thinking that maybe he did some things for some inner city kids or just did, just gave a donation to some kind of um, some kind of foundation or something. And I guess they felt like they needed to honor him. And not, and the, the thing is, before this pick came out, he was about to get honored today on a Wednesday. You know, right. he was just... Following with me, he was about to get honored by the yeah. NCAA CP, NCAA CP again, you know. So, yeah, I mean, it, he, he it, gave it, some it, money to uh, apparently he gave some money to UCLA for cancer research or for something, and uh, they yeah. had to give it back to. Well, they didn't have to, but they gave it back. Yeah, we all we all know who runs that other organization, but you know what? <laughs> okay, hey, D- D- uh, Detective Fresh, don't don't go anywhere. We got to go to a break. We'll be right back with Out of Bounds. Okay.
You still not gonna hear us? Can you hear me? Hey, hey, What's up? We're back, y'all. Out of Bounds, your host, Carlo Kellum, and yours, truly, Brandon Lawrence. Hey, we got a, we got a special guest. We, the guest of all guests. We've got an expert, a legal expert, talking about this. Uh, this uh, We're going to get a little bit more in-depth into this uh, Donald Sterling situation, whether or not the NBA can actually take his team. Welcome to the show, Judge. Yo. What's happening? You got him on? Judge. What's up, Judge? Welcome to the show. I think we may have some, uh, got some technical difficulties there. All right, we're, not, we're, we're yeah. efforting to get the – oh, there he is. Judge. Judge, are you there? Gentlemen, what's going on? Hey, Yo, what's going on? What's going on? How are you doing? Can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. Doing yeah. good. Doing good. How are y'all? Doing great. Thanks for calling in. Um, we were – we were talking about this, uh, of course, every, the thing that everybody's talking about, Donald Sterling, um, and we were just we were, we were going back and forth about whether or not the NBA can actually what what Adam do what Adam Silver said he was going to do. Can they actually take his team or make him quit and sell? Mm-hmm. I, I think that they can. Now I'm talking. Uh, w- what I'm saying is, without the privilege of having an opportunity to review the actual bylaws and constitution of the NBA, but from what I've heard and what I've read is that when you become an owner in the NBA, when you sign on, there's a certain, uh, I guess, a quick pro quo that goes with it. Obviously, you get all the perks of ownership of an NBA team, but with that comes certain responsibilities, and you are a part of a larger umbrella organization, which would be the association. And is uh, is a condition of being a member of that. You have to agree to abide by their bylaws and their constitution. And from what I'm hearing is that one of the conditions within those bylaws is that if 75% of your fellow owners decide that you are unfit to serve as an owner, then they can mandate that you sell your your interest in your in your entity in your team. So that's what I'm hearing is going to go. On, I guess, uh, sounds like Commissioner Silver feels confident, having talked to fellow owners, that he's going to be able to get that 75%. And if he does so, I don't see any way in which uh, Mr. Sterling is going to be able to not have to sell the team and that he signed, presumably he signed off on, on the bylaws and the Constitution when he joined the NBA. Wow, that's pretty deep stuff. But, ju- Judge, let me ask, let me, let me ask you a follow-up. What do you think about? Okay. Did you listen? Did you hear what Mark Cuban said in his reaction to uh, Adam Silver's decision? I did. Yes. What do you think about that? I mean, do you think that now this is this is indeed a slippery slope that they're going down if you start 
you know, um, if you start uh, adjudicating people and and if you start punishing people for their thoughts and their private conversations. Right, right. I think, you know, theoretically it can be. I mean, you know, you, you get into a situation where all of us have said stuff that uh, we would rather not be publicized. But, you know, I don't think that we're talking about this. A couple things here. I think what, what Sterling said was, was particularly egregious. He's not shown any remorse. He's not backing up off of it. Uh, and and despite, you know, I guess some, some, some what could be construed as some good deeds or some things that he has done which would seem to contradict what he said, there's also plenty of, plenty of uh, at least smoke or innuendo or rumors out there about things that he has said, conduct that he has uh, perpetrated in the past that is consistent with what he said that has ultimately got him in the situation he's in now. So, you know, I, I appreciate what, what Mark Cuban is saying there, but, you know, there are certain things that go just beyond the pale that are so so egregious. And, and when you effectively uh, smack in the face, insult 80% of the people that, 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 that you know, that make the NBA what it is, um, a significant portion of the fan base of the NBA that, that helps keep the NBA afloat, then I don't think I, I, I don't think we're necessarily on that slippery slope. I think that they're on pretty solid ground. Now, Jess, let me ask you this: uh, switching over to the players' uh, perspective, what do you do? You think they should have played, or you think they should have protested? Tough for me to say, you know. That's uh, that's a call that they have to make in, in conjunction with their teams, and and I, I appreciate both sides of that uh, of, of that issue. I mean, you know, those guys have uh, they've worked awfully hard all season to reach a goal. They here they are in the playoffs, and uh, you know, should they necessarily sacrifice all the hard work that they put in uh, because of the, the ignorant comments that 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 Mr. Sterling made? You know, I could see where where the answer to that would be no. You know. The, message is, 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 is powerful and, and the message that this is this is not going to be tolerated and uh, we will not work uh, for somebody who feels this way would have been awfully powerful too. So I think it goes both ways and I think it's a decision that an individual has to make in his or her own heart and it's a team that, that they had to make collectively as a team just as they make all the other decisions that, that impact uh their, their, their role as, as members of that organization. I mean, yeah, you know, it's 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 uh, a tricky situation, and and this this thing indeed goes to social and um, social sports. It goes. I mean, it's the whole world is watching, and it's crazy. But just off, off on a, on a on a lighter note, or maybe not a lighter note, but a, a misdemeanor note. Why is Winston James? Why is James Winston um, stealing crab legs? You know, I mean, <laughs> did you hear about that? Heard what Shabazz Napier said. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> they don't have nothing to eat. <laughs> <laughs> and they all come on. He's a has been trophy winner. He has to eat the finer foods. <laughs> oh my yeah, god! Yeah, you know, 
And, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's kind of disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. So maybe it's a big misunderstanding, you know? Allegedly, absolutely. <laughs> hey, Judge, thanks for calling in, and thanks for giving giving uh, giving giving us and the listeners your expertise. Yeah, we appreciate, appreciate it, bro. There it is, man, Judge. Is he gone? Good, good insight and good perspective. Yeah, I mean, on, you know, coming from an expert, uh, a true judge. Uh, is, absolutely. It, so that's a uh, very, very, very good uh, uh, commentary by the judge there. And that's what we try to do. We try to give people the experts. Yeah, man. we got yeah. expert we got analysis. Detectives, we got true detectives. We have real judges, and we got a real lawyer. A real lawyer, and as I say, our resident lawyer. Resident lawyer. I mean, and we, we, we got a stockbroker who joined the team. Stock we got a stockbroker who's on the team now. We got doctors, stockbrokers, everybody. Fight we, experts. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> we, we've got you covered, man. We got a regular HMO over here. ACA. ACA, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. ACA, baby. Don't repeal it. Um, Man, this is, I mean, it's just... Carl, this is a crazy week, man. I mean, oh, is it crazy? Somebody made is the it comment. Just another week. Or what? Somebody made the comment. I actually, thought it was pretty funny. Well, on the Lotus, on Ster- the Lotus gun text line. How come Sterling couldn't mm-hmm. make these comments after the basketball season, so we have something to talk about for the summer? Yeah, because <laughs> once the NBA is over, well, it's, it's over. It's well, a, yeah, I know you dry. like. I know you like baseball. I like man. baseball, but it's still a dry period. Like from the NBA to the NFL, it's like a. It's kind of like no man's land. You know what? This dude's eighty-one years. He's gonna be dead in three or five years anyway. Well, I don't. I know, hate man. to say it. Those rich people live a long time. Nah, but it's kind of like Joe Pye. Once Joe Pye, when he lost what he loved, when you when you lose something that you look forward to going through every day, I mean, he, it might it might hurt him. And that's you know what, but that's the sad part about it. I mean, you know, the guy can't, and I, you know, yeah, you don't want to sympathize with stuff because he what he said was was egregious and it was it had to be dealt with. But people are still you know human beings, and you hate the you would hate the see or think that taking an NBA team would shorten this guy's life. But we all know, man, what we do is pretty much our identity. And that this is his this has been his identity. I mean he made his money on real estate, but nobody really knows him from that. You know? They know him as the the bonehead the 80, owner. Eighty year old uh, <laughs> owner with a twenty five year old uh uh prop. <laughs> I mean you gotta give him props for that, right? I guess. Oh no! Somebody said that she didn't. Well, I'm not gonna get it. As 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 far as it looks, but um, Adam Silver has uh, decreed it, and the owners look like. Well, I think the owners would be would be really really out of touch if they didn't just go ahead and do the three quarters vote and say, hey, you know, it's got. Except all they need all they need is eight owners to, to say, say no yes or say yes, and he stays. Oh, to he say just yes, needs that support. right? Yes, right, his right, eight owners right. need to say yes. So he's Donald Sterling. I'm sure he's going to do a lot of lobbying, and also he's going to do. They say he's. I'm litigious. pretty sure he has some owners in his pocket. I wouldn't doubt it, man. I'm pretty sure he does. It's going to be interesting to see it. So it might be an interesting summer. Could be. I'm sure it will be. I'm, I'm sure he's going to fight this. Like he said, he shows no remorse. He hasn't made a public apology. <laughs> I mean, he, he's admitted with him on the tapes. Yeah, but he's like, and just a report came out here on CBS Sports uh, here not, not too long ago. He's not selling the team, so this is right. going to be drug out pretty long. Yeah, he's going to fight, so he's not going to back down from uh, the commissioner and his uh, his lifetime ban. But real quick, Carlo, who's your? I know we haven't talked about it. Who's your derby horse, man? Do you have a uh, derby? Favorite? Uh, Danza, man. 
Danza, yeah, Tony Danza. Yeah, one with Danza. Okay, that's what I put my money on. I, I think I'm gonna take uh, to win it all. Oh, Danza. Okay, yeah, he's. You the thought fan. I was lying? Dan- <laughs> <laughs> I said Danza. I, I didn't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. California Chrome. I got. That's who I got. That's the only other one I know. California Chrome. That's who I got, man. Um, happy right. Derby to everybody out there. If you haven't already started, yeah, you're late. Drive safe, be safe. I know. I'll. I'll you can catch uh, myself. Todd Neal will be out Friday night at the Mint Julep and Unbridled Galas. So we'll be uh, on the red carpet holding it down for that. So come out. It's gonna be a lot of celebrities out there, man. Jamie Foxx. Yeah, Jamie Foxx is gonna be there. Angela Bassett. Doctor J. He's always here. Doctor J's here every year. Yeah, he's he, he usually does the we're off luncheon. He's uh, a cool dude. I saw him do that a couple years ago. And um. Next week we're gonna do we're gonna do a preview of the NFL draft because of course next week is uh, what May eighth. Yes, sir. I think May eighth. Yeah, next, next Wednesday. Yeah, yep. Is the uh, NFL draft? So we do a we'll complete do a breakdown. We'll do a breakdown, a preview, and uh, it's something to look forward to. But our time has come to a close, and just like every week, we want you to listen every Wednesday, six p.m. Carlo Kellum, Brandon Lawrence on your drive home. Out of bounds, nothing's out of bounds. We try we try to talk about whatever's hot. And this one is hot. It's been a hot week. So, you know, hey. Way to kick out the derby. See us next check us out next week, y'all. And like Carlos said, have a safe derby, y'all. Yeah.